Check, check. Check, check. There we go. Oh. 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 One, two, one, two. Is it bigger than anything? Is it bigger than anything? Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Yo, turn this motherfucking shit up. Oh. Oh. Yo, long before, long before people were talking about, you know, Afro beats playlists. Right, right. Dead Prez was, they went back to Africa. Right, when was was that? When was that? Well, Seth, I'm glad you asked that. First of all, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Um, First of all, the anniversary of that album was just, it just turned 21, I think. 21, man, that shit could drink now. Um... Now, you would think we would have been told that last week before we talked to Dead Prez by right, our producer, from, from Billy June. From producer. Right, right. So, right. How, so, have you ever seen an experience, have you ever experienced uh-huh. it being possible for someone to both be doing a good job and fucking suck at the same time? <laughs> It's crazy. It's an anomaly. Look, how like because because if you if you own a company or if you have uh, you're head of HR or a manager of any kind of mid level corporation, if somebody was doing a bad job, you would fire them, right, and hire someone to do a good job, right. And then if someone's doing a good job, you praise them and you promote. You say, "Oh them, my God, you you're doing voting. such a great job." How do you do both? How do you do both at the same time? Yep, that's Billy June. He's doing a great job, and he also sucks dick simultaneously. And it's like it's like he he scatters he staggers it so that it's good job, good job, bad job, good job, bad job, bad job, good job. So you're like, fuck, we're gonna get a new. Pr- oh, this is kind of dope. Shh. This is do- fuck, Billy. Why didn't you tell? Wow, this turned out good. It's, it's like a, a fucking emotional he's, roller coaster. He's really. It's it's almost like he's playing some sick mental game with us. <laughs> If I didn't wait a minute, if I didn't think he was a fucking schmidt, I would think he was playing a game with oh, us. Oh, I just thought about that because Billy's the one who, for some strange reason, is actually the one who helped us reinvigorate the Wanet brand, yeah, if you will. Yeah, he like demanded it. But is this like some sick pandemic lockdown psycho Joker game he's playing? Ooh, are these even are these episodes even out? That's the, like are that. Well, you know what? That's a good point that you're bringing up, Syph. And first of all, if you want to tweet us or follow us or Instagram us, whatever it is, uh-huh. I am at Rosenberg Radio. He is at Sypha Sounds. That's right. Please reach out to us. The Patreon Syph is up and moving. Now, man, thank you. I I have a philosophy on the Patreon. Uh huh. I think we have like something like 45 people who've done it so far. Right, right, right. right I right. believe that. It's going to take us like a uh-huh. full, almost a year of being back before people will believe. Yeah, maybe eight, seven, eight yes. months. 
Yes. Before yes, people yes. think, did. yeah, these guys are really here for me. We had a we had a bit of a consistency problem back in the day. A few times. We had a bit of a consistency like, problem. Consistency. Like we were but, consistently inconsistent for over a decade. And you got to respect that. You have to respect it. But listen, we broke the mold. We set the tone. Damn it. These hip-hop podcasts exist because of us. Now, we I, we appreciate my daughter. Do- I was actually able to feed my daughter some delicious Hebrew national skinless beef franks with the amount of money that we made from Patreon so far. Is that true? I was able- Four-pack, not the eight-pack. I got her a four-pack. Wow. I was able to throw... I didn't. I couldn't splurge for the sauerkraut. I couldn't splurge for the sauerkraut, but I had some skinless Hebrew national. Is it Hebrew national? No, it's Nathan's. Nathan's. Oh, you got the Nathan's. Okay. Nathan's kosher beef frank skinless. I don't remember that song in this. I I don't remember that in here. Hold on. What? I don't know if I remember them saying the skinless beef hot dogs. No, no, it's not in the song. I'm just saying in the list. Why would you think it was in the song, what I was saying? Because I was hoping that you'd be feeding your daughter something healthy, but because of the lack of money. Right. I eat no meat, no dairy, no sweets. Only right vegetables, fresh fruit, and whole wheat. I'm from the old school. My household smell like soul food, bruh. Curry falafel, barbecue tofu. No fish, no, no candy bars, no cigarettes. Only ganja, fresh squeezed juice from oranges. Yo, they're, they're so great. I'm so happy Dead Prez on the show today. I mean, if you can't tell. Man. Yo, listen, uh, patrons, thank you for the love. We need more. Spread the word. We're trying to get it to at least to 300. Well, I say 360 because that's a cipher. Yeah, that's that, that's um, our first goal for anyone who's wondering whether you should give us any guapolade. The, mm-hmm. the first number goal for us is 360. God cipher divine. You know, and listen, unless here's the thing. Here's the beauty, though. Here's how I look at it, Cypher. If everyone wants to give us like 10 bucks right now, that's fire. But that's real money. That adds up over the course of a year. I get that. Yeah, so yeah. what we also need to do is spread the word so we get to the point where we have like 10,000 patrons who all give $2. I'm good with that. I'm great with that. Great with it. So we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta build, man. If we'd been building this whole time, yo, isn't it crazy? They love us, man. They love us. They love us. If we'd been building this whole time, we never gave up. We'd be rich. I know. How many different times have we failed? It's amazing. I'm rich in spirit. I'm rich in spirit. Are you? You did. Um, You did a, a hashtag on social media yesterday. The horrible chronicles. Are you, oh, yeah, the Horrible Chronicles is fire. Are you rich in spirit? You look like everything, a miserable human being. Everything is going wrong, and I just decided to laugh about it. I'm just laughing about it. Yo, you're <laughs> in the midst of everything going wrong, your you, your car died? Uh, the ti- the t- uh, Some kind of some, the control arm of the tire or the tire rod or the axle, one of those things. It just decided to pop off the wheel. Oh. The tow truck driver, who's my mechanic, great guy, he pulls up, he looks at it, he goes, yo, whew, how'd you get home? Wow, how'd you make it home? How'd I make it home? What was supposed to happen? He goes, oh, no, that tire should have popped off on the highway. You should have swerved into a truck and died. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> Basically, that's what his face said. I read body language. So, his face was like, whoa. What, wait, wait, wait. So, hold on. This, that's not horrible news. You lived yesterday. You could have died. Right. 
But now I'm stuck in the house because I ain't got no damn car. That's okay. What do you have to do is anyway? It, You're a fucking loser. It, no offense. Right, 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 no right, 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 right. But there's nothing to do this today. You're alive. Here's the deal, man. Uh, Yo, your kids would have been like you. What was that? Your kids would have been like you, fatherless. I know. That's crazy you say that. Because my father died when I was three. I know. And my and my son's about to be three. And I'm like. Your son's already damn. about to be three? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, is he going to be without a pops? Yo, I don't understand how fast time is going. I cannot believe your second child's about to be three. But they would have been singing this, man. Sometimes I feel <laughs> like a fatherless. Child. That was a good edit. That was a good edit. Yo, this would have been your kids. Your daughter and your son would have made a video together. Rich man, poor man, read the headlines. Niggas getting murdered for spots and bigger times. Trouts and drug wars, living by gun law. Jail cats come home and want to take you And at some point, someone would have corrected them and said, hey, do you really think you should go with this because you're not motherless, you're fatherless? <laughs> and they said, no, no, we're just going to keep yelling father over the sample. We think we'll be fine. Perfect. Yeah, they got it. The Riz is going to mix it for them. Listen, I'm very excited today because... This is one of my favorite groups of all time. And it's funny because I never reach out to these people. I never want to annoy them. But we wanted to reach out to Dead Prez for last week's episode to talk about Pun. To basically talk about one, like, a interlude on Pun's album that, that Dead Prez made with Pun. And it was just like some one-up weirdo nerd shit that talk about something that no one ever else talks about. And then, I, and then I was like, Scythe, wait. You're literally one of the worst bookers in the history of life. I wouldn't even say one of. Yeah, yeah. I would say the, the worst. You're dead last. You never take yeah. advantage of your relationships. You just got us an awesome group who doesn't talk that much to talk about this tiny blip with with simple simple DM. You just DM. I don't know Dead Prez. And I don't know them like that. So then we were like, hold on, they're here. Let's do an entire Dead Bread Dead Prez episode. Especially, they're the perfect people to talk to in the time we're living in right now. Plus, the album yeah. just turned 21. Plus, mm -hmm. they're just fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you're, right. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. No. So check and this the out. Let's turned do it. Out to be, it turned out to be way better than I thought, man. They were dropping bombs. All right, should we start it off? Um, should we beg for more money real quick? Listen, hey, please, you've been please. You've been fans of us, fans of us from years ago. I mean, years ago. This but, is years ago. By the way, a lot of people are already ready to move on from years ago. No, they're not. Yeah. I'm really? Seeing, I'm seeing... Billy June, have you seen the comments? There are a lot of people who think you've killed years ago already. Years ago is all over my shit. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's bad. People are People like, are... That's their, now, by the way... No, fuck them. They they move on too quickly nowadays. <laughs> now, Let I, this shit live. I think that you killing it, like, really bad, actually has, in the long term, will make the longevity even better. They don't see the forest through the trees, though, Scythe. They're not visionaries. No. No, 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 no. But guess what? You've yeah, been I a like visionary. Turtles, man. You've been a visionary since when? Years, Years ago. ago. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> All right, Dead Prez on One Up is Dead. One Up is Dead is Dead Prez. Boom. <laughs> oh, One Up is Dead Prez. One Up is Dead Prez. It's a big day, ladies and gentlemen. One Up is Dead. And, you know, it's weird because we've done a lot of podcasts about dead people, and I hate saying One Up is Dead. You have to, like, keep reminding people it's a De La Soul reference. It's not, we're yeah. not dead. Yeah. But, um, 
Well, I, I've told you this before many times. You know, we've been doing this podcast since years ago. Years ago. And Dead Prez is one of my favorite groups. Maybe, I'm sorry, M1. M1 is here from Dead Prez. <laughs> what I'm are you sorry. about to say? I'm just saying Outcast, just literally like a little bit more. That's, you <laughs> oh, know what I mean? All good. Oh, you all can take good. that one. M1 I love Outcast. <laughs> if there was no Outcast, Dead Prez, favorite group. Dope. Um, Dope. I, I'll take yeah. that any day. Constellation prize, I'll take. Silver medal to Outcast. That's a good one. <laughs> oh shit! Why good? Can you guys hold on one second? What happened? It sounds Sorry. sounds Sorry. tragic. Oh, he's gonna put on his he's gonna put on Dead Prez clothes. <laughs> yes, yeah, stunt for him. Stunt for him. I, I never got these. I'm tight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a Cypher Sounds uh, jacket, T-shirt, hat, something. <laughs> a, a, a Rosenberg I'm wristband. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. Oh, Cypher, you put your, you got you got your gear on now. Oh, sorry. There you go. He came oh. from RBG now. Yes, this is actually this is actually the first time I'm wearing this, and it's kind of like I didn't break it in yet. It's kind of like right out the package. People don't know those can be. They don't. They don't give too much because it's heavy embroidery. It doesn't. You can't tell if you don't have it. But the thing is so embroidered the fuck up that it's, you can't. It, it don't. It, it there's don't no stretch. give. You're right. There's no give on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. Thank this you. This is that the Dead Prez Supreme, Supreme Collabo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I tell you, I saw this was coming out. You know, I bought every piece from this collab. Wow. So if you bought wow. every piece in the collection, how many pieces was that, M1? Could have been 10, I think. There was like a bandana. There was a... a, a Look, a, I still got the tag on it. Boom. Quilted jacket, I see. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Wes. Uh, yeah, we did the, 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 the pants and the top to go with that. There, there was a, the oh, I didn't suit. get the pants. I didn't yeah, get the pants. Yeah. I got oh, you're a sellout. All... You're a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, people, people said that about us when we were working with Supreme. They were like, Yo, what the well, fuck is well, this happening? You know what? That's an interesting thing. Now, listen, I got to ask you, you guys set a bar for yourself where people could choose if they wanted to to call you a sellout at any point because y'all were so hardcore. So the right. second you got a hit, the second hip hop starts getting played on commercial radio, right? you, you already have to deal with the dichotomy of it's being true. revolutionary but gangsta. And also successful. That had to be yeah. challenging. Let me take it back even further than that, because where we started was really grassroots. And I'm talking about so grassroots, like, you know, the revolutionaries, they don't, you know, don't have jobs. You know, mm -hmm. these are people who work for the people. So, like, um, you know, when we decided to, to, to be artists, it meant like, a, you know, some sort of agreement that we had to have with, like, the quote-unquote industry. The sellout moment happened when when we signed with Steve Rifkin and and but that inception that the, the origin story people didn't know that they just heard that phrase but ha but if their um interpretation of selling out was when we got a hit record or when we did a song with Jay-Z or when we did a collaboration with Supreme you know, I always take it back, you know, about what people's perception of their press is because they're like, oh, we would never or they would never or this is their line and the standard. Well, let, we had to understand that in a, in a deeper question when we made a deal 
with the so-called devil of the industry. Mm-hmm. That's what we call, that's what we, you know, not really a devil. I, I'm, I'm thankful for, for Steve Rifkin. I talked to him the other day. Oh, I'm thankful for, for, yeah, for, but, but um, so, you know, it, uh, the le- there's levels to that, to that us, that, that idea of selling out is what I'm saying. Um, oh, Stick is oh, here. Stick is here. I got to that. Yeah, good. Yeah, let, bring him in. Yeah, let's stick in. Well, sorry to interrupt your story. Wow, this is crazy. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited about this. One, two, one, two, one, two. What it do? Yeah. People's yeah. Army. <laughs> All right. Oh, what up, Thank MA? You so much. What, what's good, bro? How you, man? Hanging, hanging. All right. Thank you for being here. You guys are important to me as as a group for a lot of reasons. I mean, the A, your your first album, um, it's it's just a masterpiece. It was a just a, a incredible moment in hip hop. Um, it was when I first was I was first working at a commercial radio station in DC, WPGC, and hip hop blew up and it, it was just so it was amazing to me because I'm playing the song on my college radio station every week, and then I and then I'm like, oh my god, this song's actually going to take off. But Saif, I just realized this. I first of all, you're talking in your you're talking in your sports voice. Okay, sorry, I'm wearing the headset, so yeah. I can't help it. Yeah, hip hop hip hop this up a little more. Right. You got your Yo, word is bond. <laughs> word is bond. I don't I don't know the difference. I, I wouldn't know. No, no. Okay, so <laughs> one of the reasons I think I love Dead Prez extra. I hope you can feel me on this. Okay. Was that you guys were RBG, black empowerment, ev- all black everything. Fight the power. Fight yep. the power, fuck the system and the man. But I never, as a Jewish hip-hop head, got the inkling of the Jew hate, which sometimes mm. came a lot with the other stuff. And so I would, me and my brother, we'd love all this what? stuff. And we'd have to ignore the lines that were like, I'll choose to ignore the little anti-Semitic shit that got thrown in there. Whereas with you guys, I really was able to feel like a supporter fully being a white Jewish kid. I could still be like, yo, I love this shit and didn't have that little tinge of like, they might hate me also. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. They never said it, but they never said it. Never said it. Never said it. (laughs) <laughs> nah, we had no hate, no hate in the heart, man. Just we didn't. One thousand. Yeah, but you, know? you yeah. guys were different in that regard, though, to a certain degree. Like you guys were, re- you really leaned into the positive in a way that was different, all the way to the healthy eating, the like, you know, meditation. You guys were so early. Who who opened your guys' eyes to this way of life? I just got to say this to it. it, you know, I, I can't, I can't really. It's obviously it's a process of coming to whatever enlightenment that that we do in life, and there are many influences in that. I just, but the, at the point where you hear Dead Prez, I have to say that we were so laser focused on freedom, mm. uh, what what mm. it means to be really free, um, and that a lot of that other stuff it becomes detractors. Right. So like, you know, we we know it's it's not about race. We knew it was about power. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, right. we 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 know that that has a complexion in, in the power struggle, right? Mm-hmm. right? But it but it's not about race, right? Right. That's 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 just the way that they use to, to do this. And then so we also we right. also knew that it wasn't about religion. It wasn't about fighting ideas in people's heads about whose God is the best. It wasn't about that at all either. So in order to get directly to the, right to the center of the thing, 
we had we wanted to speak in terms that would involve people who wanted that too and allow everybody to, who wanted that too because we uh, seriously it, it was it's bigger than the music we were intent on changing conditions and mm. that's why it sounded the way it sounded mm. <clears throat> and to add on to my, to my brother is we all at the same time there was certain um natural expressions and experiences right and like you know you'll hear say uh i'm down running up on them crackers and they said it all love that right? line like <laughs> so now where i'm from in florida you know what I mean? Just as much as, you know, we've been under the, you know, the, the racist oppression and all that. Mm -hmm. And we, we've been called nigger by the system in so many ways. In Florida, that's a, we say cracker this, cracker that, as referring to the police, as that's referring right. to the different folks. You know, they, they might be white, you know, but it's not a, a racial thing. It's more like a power thing, right? right. Exactly. What's the southern thing when you you know them crackers coming? Hey, don't call them crackers on me. You know, like that's a that's some street shit where we right. from. So to be able to at the same time unapologetically speak in our in our in the language that we that's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, but to have people of all walks of life be able to resonate and feel the the real energy in in all of it, right? That's how that's how we knew we was getting across what we was getting across, you know, without shucking and diving and playing around. You know what I mean? You definitely did. Not, you definitely didn't do that. There's not a <laughs> there's not a phone. This is my phone. Um, this is my phone right now. This is my old phone. There's not a phone I have you a drug that doesn't dealer. have. Perhaps. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every phone I own has the RBG album immediately put on it. It's oh. my favorite album of all time. Ooh. And all wow. your other albums I love, but the RBG, when Revolutionary Book Gangsta, it means so much to me. And my alarm on my phone, my alarm when I wake up every morning that my daughter has to press snooze on it is, is, um, is way of life. Wow. So, wow. Can you, I don't know if you can see that. On so let me, how about this? Let me play it for a second. How about that? What you know about the running? Uh, man, that was a life-changing song right there. This is how I wake up every morning. Wait for it. Wait for it, Peter. It's time to get up and do shit. <laughs> now, now, the fucking, that album, I don't, is a, oh, you still playing it? No, go ahead. I couldn't hear it, I couldn't hear it. That album is put together so incredibly. There's a hidden song, there's Jay-Z's on it. You know what I'm saying? Every song has a, a, a clear cons, you don't, you guys don't just rap, like just rapidly rap, like, there's a, I fucking work out when I do work out. Yeah. I play 50 in the clip and I try yeah. to do 50 push-ups. They gamble. Yeah. That's what I loved about the album is street shit, but with this revolutionary aspect to it. So like you're gambling, you're playing dice on the street, but you're gambling for, for push-ups. Mm. Right. It's fucking... Right. Yeah. Sick of this is a, a snapshot <laughs> of the, the lifestyle, man. That's how we was rolling. 
He just recorded. Yeah. yeah. Duh. What's the song with the with the with the with the cops? What's the name of that song? Uh, uh I, I need a dream. I, I still yeah, I have a dream too. De- yeah. I got a dream. It's relevant. Too. It's relevant now. Yeah. We could yeah. you could you could watch a clip from CNN and play that song underneath, and it's relevant today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, give me, yeah. give me the. A lot of those people who we list at the end of those songs, uh, the political prisoners, because you know it was like Geronimo Jajaga Pratt style. Anybody who knows Geronimo, um, it, it was like kind of like the vibe of what was what we're we doing. But the people we listed at the end of the songs, the political prisoners, some of them are just coming home right now. Welcome home, the Herman Bell. Yeah. I, I I finally can say welcome home after all these. Some people right. was was in jail as long as I'm literally alive. Like they doing like forty. They only, you know, these dudes is like eighty some years old. Yeah, so you wow. know, out of Coley, hopefully, and and you know, man, let me tell you. So you know, welcome home to those cats, and thank you for mentioning that song. I'm sorry it's relevant, actually. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. horrible. Man, horrible. Let me let me horrible. tell you a quick a quick one too, man. This, this move me. Take right your time. Back. Take this, your time. Um, because of the inspiration, like M is talking about, the real OGs that we were writing songs about and, and inspired about certain real actions that they were, they, you know, they, they were doing time for it, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also, you know, uh, any culture, any art that was influencing us, you know, we, we soaking up movies, we, so, we reading, we, you know, participating. And one of those influences was this movie called Spook Who Sat by the Dope, right? And by uh, it was a book and a film by Sam Greenlee. But long story short, it was rest in peace, Sam. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, long story short, that right, we as young before we was dead, prayers, all that, we watched this movie in the hood, and 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 it put a battery in our back to say the least, as far as how we wanted to move and groove, right? So fast forward, um, and you know, I have never really shared this, but I had a conversation with Nipsey. Nipsey Hussle before he passed, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe like not even a year before he passed. And he he had called and he was, he was, in fact, it was a little more than that because he had just solidified his deal with um Atlantic. Okay. Uh, and he was and, and he would he he hit me on the ground, right? And, and was like, you know, I'm trying to get in touch with you, whatever. I'm like, oh Nip, you know what I mean? Boom. So wow. we I had met him before. And, and you know what I mean through a mutual friend, my my my, my buddy Zaid Malik. But anyway, um, he was like, I want to get in touch. So I hit him up, and we got on the jack right, and we had this like hour long conversation about um, what he had been trying to do up to that point, with you know on as an independent, and how he wanted his his situation to be with Atlantic, and um, and that he had made it to the certain personal goals he had. So right. that he's a partner, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so what he wanted to talk to me about, though, was his three album mission, which was to do Victory Lap. He was going to do another album, and then he, his final one that he would owe Atlantic would be this final album called "A Spook Who Sat by the Door," right? Mm. And he told me that wow. he wanted, he told me he wanted to redo "Let's Get Free," and wanted wanted you know, our permission, right? Wow. To, to, to sample and to really like redo it for what he called his generation. And, and I didn't, all the admiration he had for that record and 
it, he, we just had a heart to heart back and forth. And obviously that we didn't, we didn't get to go there. Yeah. Um, but that's, I just wanted to speak to the type of heart Nip had and, and like where wow. he was coming from as it relates to that. He was, I, I knew he was a student. Like <laughs> I could always tell he was a student and it, and he was not like all true hip hop heads. Coasts had nothing to do with it. Like nothing. he was just a, he wanted yeah. it all. I did mm-hmm. not know that he was so influenced. It makes perfect sense. I 100%. mean, hundred percent. Yeah, man. That's it, was, incredible. It, was, it hit me hard, man. Cause I went the day he got um, shot. I had just landed in Cali Whoa. for a, a boxing um, film I was being part of, and as soon as I landed, like you know, the, it was blowing up on the phone, and uh, and it was it was just you know what I mean. Like his where Nip was going with it, man, is definitely in a lot of ways, you know, what we tribal, tribally speaking, you know what yeah. I mean? We, we was in the same space. A hundred percent. M1, did you ever get to communicate with him at all or no? I did, man. I did. Uh, he touched down in Miami. <clears throat> and um, and he was here to, to, to work with Rick Ross. And um, I think he ended up having a few studio sessions around with a few different people, but he ended up in a studio that I was familiar with and we spent an evening just chopping it up about the world, Africa. What was so funny about it was I was coming in at Fort Lauderdale Airport and we ended up in the same terminal and Black Sam looked over at me and said, that's M1. And Nip came over, I, I, I had my hoodie on and some African type pants. I wasn't looking like M1. <laughs> he, he, you know, they wouldn't, if you didn't know me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what made him know, me know, oh, this guy, is, Dead Prez is on his radar. Yeah. And then yeah. he ended up inviting me to the studio and we kicked it for a night and we had some stuff we were talking about too. It's important. Yeah. I, I love the stuff that he was talking with stick about and uh yeah I'm I miss him. I miss that bro. Yeah me Good too man. Man. me too. Yeah well one other thing real quick too uh we were I found out you know obviously Nip had the marathon brand right so long you know we talking about all this rap shit and and, and the movement and, and and you know that and then I, I, I was like yo yo Nip because I knew he was from Eritrea right his background mm-hmm. yeah. so you know on the low I'm I'm a I'm a runner man I, I'm a long distance runner I love yeah. running passionate about it so I, and his brand is marathon right so I was like yo Nip you do you run you know what I mean yeah and he was like what what you mean and I and I was like you know run marathon he was like Nah, he was like, <laughs> he, he was like, nah, I don't mean it like that. It's you know, he was like, it's a metaphor. Yeah, the game I, is a, it's a long game. We gotta play. Like right. So I said, but yo, B, like you from Africa, right? Your people is from Africa. Your brand is Marathon, and you doing all this shit for Crenshaw. Let's yeah. do Crenshaw Marathon. Oh. Right? Let's do it, right? And so, like, we was, Ooh. like, he, he sent me a box of shit. I sent him all my healthy shit. And, and we were talking about Dr. Sabi. It was, man, it was crazy, bro. So, like, wow. I just I just put out this, <clears throat> this film is dropping uh, February 28th. Um, it's called A Beautiful Run. And there's a little companion book that comes with it, but I dedicated it to Nip. Because wow. at some point, 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna do that, man. We're gonna we're gonna have to put the, the miles in for Nip, you know what I mean, and, and make that dream come true. Cause he he was like, I, I would love to do it in the community, it would be great. And we just never got to do it. Bro, I would love to be a part of that because I just started running the la- over COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and um, bro, I, I don't run a I don't I'm trying to get better at it. I don't run a lot, but the at the time I just started um in the middle of COVID and I'm running like this girl Michelle Wolf, she's a comedian, but she's a very she's a very active runner. She's teaching me I I walk two minutes and then I run two <clears> minutes, <throat> and then, you know, I'm getting into it. So I got up to like my goal was to run 30 minutes straight without having to walk. Yes. And, I, and I kept trying to achieve that goal. And then I got it and I ran like two miles straight. And then I started running three miles. And then the shit happened mm-hmm. with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. This is so crazy. This is the crazy. So I put an <laughs> RBG album on, Revolutionary Book Gangsta album. Mm. And it was the morning after or whatever time it was. And when I went for my run that day, I was running to start training for the war. Mm. And I ran six miles. Mind you, the longest I've ever run was three miles. And Mm -hmm. three Mm -hmm. miles was, I was in pain. Mm -hmm. I ran six miles listening to your album on some like, I need to train because this event is the start of the war. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that six miles fucked me up. <laughs> like, wow. He hasn't run again since, but it was a great <laughs> moment. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. run for months after that because my knee was fucked up, my ankle was fucked because I went too hard, too fast. Right. But mm-hmm. the anger inside of me made me, you know what I mean? Like, and you, you got the song, uh, I Have a Dream, you got the 50 in the clip, you got the way of life, you got the, um, the other one with the training, uh, what you know about the, uh, man. You got, you got, you got the song, you got fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget well, about I don't, that. I don't drink, so fucked up. I just like no, no. the baseline. <laughs> well, the song, the song, the song is is a, is a is a is a caution for drinking. Yeah, I, yeah. It's for it's it's for those who who want to transition away from being in a fucked up situation. <laughs> but look, I I got something funny for you, and you know I hope you can take this in a funny way. But maybe it could be some motivation for you running. Yeah. Uh, you know Nori. Yes. <laughs> you ever seen him run? It's horrible. Oh man! So if you if you just think about Nori running, you running. I, I, I hey, keep my man alone, man. No, no. I listen. I call Nori he know, sometimes. He know I love. He know I love him. He know. Nori. Nori is actually what I call an actual rap friend. Like he's actually my friend, and he's a rapper. And I sometimes I call him, and he's running, and I go, "This sounds horrible, son." <laughs> Well, he does it though. But you and Nori are it. similar, Syfe. You and Nori are very similar with <laughs> yo yo, you know, the dieting going up and down, and now he's motivated. And when he gets into it, yo, yeah, he Nori's he, focused. He's committed. Man. Yeah, the people, yeah. when people see me running and they recognize me, I'm so embarrassed because my form is horrible. My uh, pace yo, is horrible. Fuck what they think. Fuck what everybody think, man. Just keep going. I, I run to it, and it's like, uh, yo, it's you know. And, and believe me, like I, I relate to you because uh, the uh, Ahmad Aubrey day, he because he was running. A lot He's of running, people, yeah. a lot of a lot of runners did a, yeah, did a run yeah. thing, and and I was already running and training at that 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 time. But let me tell you, it, my my run went so quickly because I was energized by this yeah. like this. Uh, 
anger and, uh, you know, confusion around the, you know, the hunt and prey uh, mm -hmm. murder yeah. of black That's, men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I do, I can identify. Uh, that one is weird because I guess, I guess he was running with some kind of app where you knew exactly the moment Whatever mm -hmm. it was like 2.4 or 2.6, whatever it was. Exactly. Yeah, they and knew like, exactly. Because yeah. his app stopped at that point because he stopped yeah. running because he was killed. And like, that's yeah. a weird one. That's like technology showing us yeah. like the exact moment, you know? Yeah, like, like all these cameras catching the exact moments. Every, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but exactly. It, it's, and, and interesting enough, man, that's what this whole project, Beautiful Run, uh, is, is, touching on all the, the energy, what M was saying, how when Amal Arbery was murdered yeah. and, you know, when George Floyd, and then we, we just guys, what, trying to, trying to be a little healthier, right? We don't, we ain't trying to win no races. We right, just, right. we just trying to deal with stress and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then, but you, then, you know what I mean? You, a, a regular run could become a run for your life. For your so life. that's, that's what the, the film is, is kind of um, inspired by in certain ways. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm excited to uh, uh, share it because so many people uh, believe this or not. There are people who was spooked from running uh, when Ahmad Arbery got killed. Not I sure. live in Georgia, yeah. and it, and I even myself, right? Long as I've been doing what I'm doing, I remember he, you know, the news and the energy around this. And I'm on my one of my regular runs on my regular route. And I and I go into the stop sign and a pickup truck pulls up, you know, like cars do. Yeah. And I remember my body feeling some yeah. new anxiety, mm. bro. Like it because you know, every day something was popping off. And I I just remember oh. like I never wasn't thinking that when I'm out here running. And now yeah. that yeah. pressure, that pressure run, all the way through, bro. I run now, I moved, I had to move out of the city because of COVID. So I'm like more in a suburban area, but I still run around. I'm trying to find my right path to run. Hmm. Bro, I run around, I run past a lot of Trump signs. Yeah, yeah. And I, my body tenses up. It's like, why am I, I live three blocks from here. Why am I feeling like I'm out of place? Right. And you see the Trump signs and like big, like, Bro, big ones, like banners on their white picket fence is Trump 2020, you know? And it's still up. Yep. Which right. basically, them still being up is just that they, I feel like it, it feels like this reminder of like, I just want you to know how I feel. Oh no, it's a gang, it's a gang oh, sign. It's a, this is all- the, re the reality is 70, over 70 million citizens voted that way. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, you don't have to go three blocks they just they don't have their trump signs up but they're right there in your yeah 100 yeah <laughs> yo let's okay i, I want to dive Saif, can we dive back for a second i want to yes, yes. i, I want to play you guys the first record i used to play of dead press okay. on college radio okay it was this joint right here <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it's been no game this is war oh, well, uh, what's the word for today homeboy that was a good time right there, man. Beautiful times right so there. So this was, you guys made this song for the soundtrack, Soul in the Hole. Was it specific? You watched the documentary and then made the song? Yep. Yes. Yep. My, our buddy uh, Tahir from a, a crew called Head Rush did the production, the beat. And me and him, um, you know, conceptualized the song together based off what the, what the documentary was about and what we was about. 
and and yeah. we because at the time we was like, oh, this some this some sport shit, you know what I mean? Like run, run, jump, and shoot shit, you know. We, yeah. And we was like, uh, let's tie this to you know some real shit, and and so that's what came out. Yeah. What's hey, that let song? me tell you. What's that song called? That, that it's called the score, game, the game of life. Score. I think that's a parenthesis. It's oh. called score. Oh, maybe, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I'd be forgetting. Score, but, uh, this ain't no well, game, this is war. Sorry, I'm on, go ahead. So was, let me tell you, what. let me put that in context of our life at that time. We were Please. we were signed to Loud, but had been over there for a while. Didn't know, like years, didn't know when uh, on the horizon that there would ever be a dead press release and didn't quite know where we fit in with the industry, but we were working with some good people who wanted us involved in shit. And mm -hmm. so we, of course, again, like th this opportunity for this, this movie came and, you know, I love basketball and it was, it was about, you know, New York ball and it was good, <clears throat> but we were trying to apply. Well, at that point we were working with this producer who was associated with bad boy who had introduced us to a singer who was on bad boy named Billy Lawrence. And we at the, this time at this time were making this song and had the beat and we were running back and forth from New York and we would hang out with Billy at her crib in New Jersey. So we took the beat to New Jersey and we planned it in there or whatever. And she has a singing partner who is in the room then. His name is Giant. And and Giant, we we wanted to work with Billy, and we did actually on her album. We were trying to find ways that we, and she sang on Root of All Evils, some of the other stuff that we were doing, but we were trying to figure out how to work with her because we loved her voice, but it was her friend, Giant, and he ended up singing all over that song. He's the guy's voice that you hear, like that makes the song special, and he passed away, uh, rest in peace to Giant. But that was the circle we were running in when we created that song, it was like, Wild out, like and you know, what I'm saying crazy. Was that yeah. before Police State? Yeah. Yes. So then, so then, yeah. Police State comes out as like a promo sometime after that. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, also produced by similar the same producers. Yeah. And, and but yeah. Police State, Police State, you know, it was super underground record, and obviously, did you guys have any anticipation that hip hop would be what it was? <laughs> Yo, Emma, I'll start <laughs> right. So, so we have made "Let's Get Free" the the whole record, all the songs, Police State, I'm an African, Day Schools, uh, Be Healthy, right, Mindsets, right, all these songs, and the label was like, y'all don't have a single, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> So ain't no ready. We like okay. What like M said? How do we fit in in the game, right? Like you know, yeah. there's certain rules to this shit. How you do it, right? But oh, what's a single okay. for us, right? Okay. We yeah. our shit is a whole meal, man. Not not just snack on the shit you just want to eat, right? So, but so in protest, I'm in the studio and I'm like just playing around with some shit. And I and I remember growing up in Florida, one of the most obnoxious shits you could do is turn your music up in the trunk is just wah, 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 riding through right that's like the the most obnoxious hood shit that happens right yeah so i'm trying to create that sound on the a i'm on the asr 10 
And literally, hip hop is three notes. It's bomb, bomb, bomb. Mm -hmm. But I got this little pitch wheel, so it's like bomb, right? This is I'm playing around trying to remember this. <laughs> this I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember uh, emulate the trunk rattling shit, right? But I'm I'm doing this shit in protest because I'm like, loud records don't want no old school Florida trunk shit, mm -hmm. right? At that time, now that's everywhere, but at that time it, they didn't, right? So I'm making that. I put a little drums on it, and 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 I said, um, whatever whatever thoughts was like some hip. We should have a hook that's like you know some hip hop shit, and then the the sub the sub idea is like, but it's bigger than hip hop, right? Yeah. This, and I'm like, we let's we gonna make fun. So anyway, it's a joke. I always make a beat, then I throw the shit away. Em would tell you that. And so that's what I thought was going to happen. But M comes in with all the homies and like, what you working on? You know what I'm saying? Woo, woo, right? Come in the studio. And I and I was like, yo, listen to this shit. And I play the shit thinking we're going to la have a laugh and then yeah, we're going to yeah, get yeah. work. And as soon as I play this, the little rough start of it, everybody was like, Nigga, oh! <laughs> right? So I was like, I was like, no way. Like, you know, we use a lot of musicians on, on Let's Get Free. We we got all this complexity that we trying to have in our tracks and arrangements. And I'm like, niggas, like this three notes on some play play shit, right? So then M is like, nah, man. Like, don't. He was like, don't erase it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, definitely not racist. So I'm like, whatever. So this nigga M goes in the in the um booth or or what uh right somewhere in the in the in the warrior studios we was in. And who's in your crib? Who's in your oh, crib, dog? Oh, that was my crib that time. Okay. That was in your crib. We was down in the basement, it wasn't no booth. I just sat right there where he yeah. was, was just making that and the ASR 10 and sat right there behind it and the stool. Yo, where, wherever we was at, all I know is I didn't believe it until M said, I got my I got my verse, right? And this thing said, one thing about music, when, when, when he put when he put that flow to the beat, I was I remember saying, Oh, that's how you hear this shit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right. You know and then and it was not I was, it, he made me a fan again of him. And and us like just right. I was watching this shit like a fan too, and then I was like, damn, like I love this, but then I was like, look at the bar he done set. Now I got to write a verse to this shit, <laughs> <laughs> and don't fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the you know that's to to me that song is a total accident that I never would have thought would have you know what I mean had the impact it's had. And, and then the label when they heard it immediately they was like this is the one we got it we we thought you know like it's done it's a wrap and i didn't i didn't believe it until i seen it in real life you know what i'm saying and the and a problem with that record not a problem but it's it's the early version the, the the tempo is like 77 bpm 76 bpm something like that mm -hmm. where at the time nothing else was that tempo you okay. can't mix that record <laughs> right with any other song from that era. Yeah. Right. You can mix right. it now flawlessly. <laughs> flawlessly with every trap song, right. your song will fucking mix perfectly tempo wise. Right. But at the time you as a DJ, you had to like 
talk or yeah. stop the song right. and then right. scratch it in or say something because it was nothing like yeah. it. And then your boy so, Dave Chappelle uses it as, as his theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Didn't that. even think about that. So never yeah, let was... me A&R your project. <laughs> but yo, I'm glad to know though that this this I was only you know I was 19, 20 when it came out and doing college radio. So my assumption was right. I assumed you guys were being conceptually ironic. hundred from the second I heard it, I was yeah. like, oh, they're fucking with everyone. This and, yeah. and it's yeah. and then it works. Yeah, it does. It did by accident. And so crazy. You're right. <laughs> you know, we 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 thought Police State was legit. The first single, like we were like willing to bet, sell, sell, bet the farm on it. You know what I'm saying? And um, just because ideologically, we thought we we were hitting where the pulse of the people were. And and I hate to say this, we we did, and that song still means what it means now. Yeah. And I'm, I I hate that it means what it means now. Yeah, it's very, um, very sad. But it's solemn. It's like when we do it in shows, it's like that moment is you you gonna feel angry you know what i'm saying like uh, because not because the song means what it means but because shit has not changed that song can play behind all of the murders that we know and so yeah you know it's ironic that we flipped that on its back yeah. and then you heard and you heard hip-hop and that's 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 how the world i don't know if you guys know this but um i am ready for combat training like geronimo geronimo pratt i mean <laughs> I just want you guys to know that every time we're sitting around in the studio doing the morning show and we usually when when Shawnee if Shawnee starts like talking about a girl in some way Ebro and I default just start saying fresh bed of lettuce with croutons (laughs) that's the first thing we say every single time because you know Shawnee's on his nag champa shit and, and when he starts going, and it's sincere, it's in earnest, so like we love it and appreciate it. But the the song for it is "Mind Sex" every time. Like, like it, "Mind Sex" embodies that that energy so well. Now, did you guys, did you guys ever have a moment where you lived every part of what you say on "Mind Sex"? Like, literally, yes. hot chick, yes. and you're like, "Nah, yes. chill. Let's Definitely. have mind sex." <laughs> We ain't got to take our clothes off yet. Let's just check. Hey, man, I, for sure. You know, for sure. Like, yes. When it comes, all our music comes out of experience. real experience. To a certain extent. I, I remember when Mind Sex was made. I remember what Stick was thinking. I remember we had got this little apartment downtown Brooklyn. And let me tell you, um, we were, he was, he had created an element. It was a bunch of, tracks around that time when he was making mind sex that were intentionally done with the, you know, Isaac Hayes, uh, Marvin Gaye uh, intention. It, there was not jump in the air for sure. Like it was, <laughs> yes. that's, not, that's, that's not a joke. And, and but, and it, um, you know, Jeff that kind of course on the full time, all that. Yeah. And I was, as real talk, <laughs> that was exactly what happened. Um, it, it definitely, you know, for all the, you know, the, the head wrap uh, ticks where and knock Champa and, and and you know, thank you because they head gave us all, all the love. We, we got all of them. You know? That's beautiful. Yo, let me let me tell you something that might for for DJs and producers might be interesting, right? 
So that the record that we sampled um, for Mindsex, right, is actually uh, this song called the uh, Ballad of Ho Chi Minh, mm. right? So uh, Ho Chi Minh was, you know, when, when America was fighting with Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh yeah. was the president of Vietnam, right? So, so I thought, again, always trying to, um, it's like a protest with this shit, right? So it's like if we, if we take something that's the Vietnamese president's ballot, right? <laughs> and turn it into a love song on this Let's Get Free project. I just thought creatively <laughs> that was, you know what I mean? That was that was yeah. some puzzle shit. That was some scrabble shit. Yeah, we yeah, doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, so, but if you if you do the research and you listen to the, the look for the song Ballad of Ho Chi Minh, mm. right? M-I-N-H, M-I-N-H, me. Uh -huh. um, you're you're going you're gonna to be like, yo, that's fucking mindset, right? Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah, like that. Look, I, I I I literally could sit here and talk hours. Uh, I need to know who was playing guitar on Way of Life, who played the bass line on Fucked Up. I, I'll never stop asking questions. But yeah. just as overall, I'd always wanted to know like, how did you get Hove on the on the on the um, Hell Yeah remix, or how did how did that come about? I I was uh, at one time. First of all, we made the record. The, for, we made the, the whole record. We were on, on Sony. Uh, yeah. We have changed from Loud to Sony because Loud yeah. fumbled the ball, and we ended up on a new plantation, right. um, which, which wasn't happy. Which wasn't happy to have us new slaves. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they, they 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 were like, "It's crowded over here. I don't know who these new niggas are," you know. And um, so, <laughs> how much can they lift? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, is he a buck or not, Mandingo nigga? What's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah. So, so we um, basically. We had a, a, a we had a, a lawyer who was good with us at the time, and and, and we went and played our case, and, and we got um uh we got we got let off the plantation. They they unshackled us, mm -hmm. and so we so we running around with this record uh, that that we had we had done, um, and uh, I just remember being at Stick Crib uh, after I I had talked one day with. Uh, with Dream Hampton, I was I was hanging out with Dream Hampton, and she had let Jay Z hear a snippet of a song that he called the Pizza Song. It was a song we robbed the pizza man. Basically, mm -hmm. hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And he heard another he heard another another uh, piece of it. And I remember going to Stick Crib saying, "Yo, Jay heard the song, and he likes this song and this song, and he might he might want to rap on it." And this is interesting because at that point, is you know, it's Jay Z. The probably Grammy winning hype yeah. of I, I didn't think he could get higher in hip hop than where he was right, at that right, time. At time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he was probably like ten summers in or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Like you know. And um, so it, I remember the next morning waking up uh, on President and 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 um, and between Schenectady and Troy, and I got an early morning phone call, and it was from his assistant Carleen, and Carleen, she said, and she said. Uh, Jay has finished working out. He was boxing at the time and he was going to go to the studio in 30 minutes. Can I make it to the studio? Wow. And and uh, I remember thinking to myself, damn, it's really early in the morning. Um, <laughs> you know, how, you know, is this really going to be like it is? Anyway, I, I caught a, a t I caught a, the train, went uh, to Baseline, I believe, showed up in the lab and the song was already going. Um, uh, Guru... Wow. Had had it going already, yeah. and and um, 
and Beyonce was sitting right there. Uh, what? And yeah, and Jay was in the booth, and um, he was like eight bars in, and um, wow. And I walked in the room, and he could see me walk in, and he stopped and said, "Yo, you heard it? What you think about it?" And I was like, I was like, yeah, this is crazy. And I shook Beyonce, Beyonce's hand. I sat down. Um, I had on army fatigues. And oh, I really? listened to That's yeah, weird. strange. Yeah. And, and then so <laughs> I, I, I literally sat and watched him ideate the last eight bars just word for word, like the legend that we've heard him yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he, he, he did that. It took no time. It was probably over in like 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And then... He looked, he came out and listened to it once. He asked, what did I think about it? I was like, I fucking love it. And of course, at this point, anything I can, I can get, I'm like, wow. And then he says, do you want me to do the chorus? And I was like, yeah. And then he goes back in and he does the chorus. Had, had you starts. met him before? Yeah, it was funny. Um, with me and Stick, I, I won't, I, I let Stick tell part of it, but literally we were like, homeless and we met Lord Jamar mm. downtown Brooklyn and down and and Jamar invited us into his life <clears throat> and started to make music with us and he lived at 560 State Street, State Street. and so literally across the hall like every yeah. day we, we saw Rockefeller from the beginning like yeah. from like you know, remember the first people who was on who was on the ride? We yep. we were there from the the Rangers, Sauce Money. Yo, um, this we, we, is those, blowing those, my mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, my friend lived at Five Sixty State Street, like just randomly. Yeah. Saif, you've so never like, mentioned to me that Lord Jamar lived there too. No, I didn't. No, not at the time. He lived at Five Sixty Street Street more recently. Oh, that's right. That's right. But so, well, wait, so, know, Jam- but, but so a lot Jam- of people apparently lived there. So Lord Jamar was yeah. was was seeing Jay Z too around that time. Yeah, they, we were in his, his apartment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yo, I didn't even know that you guys had a connection to Lord Jamar, which is perfect, by the way. But also <laughs> that he was, yo, that this is this is like making my hip hop imagination go crazy. That's incredible. Now, <laughs> you, when, yo, the picture... so I, got, I got one more real quick on on on, on the Hell Yeah song. Yeah. Okay. So we before before Jay heard it through through Dream. Cause, cause Jay, uh, well, anyway, before he heard it through Dream, um, we had, like M said, we had been working in studios, and and we was we had been done that song, and uh, at you know different eps and different capers we ran, and was the concept, right? Mm-hmm. And Nas came to the studio, right? Remember this, M? And, uh, I do. And, I invited him. So this this was a time when when um. It wasn't. It wasn't like you know. All right, I'm gonna email you the track type shit, right? Yeah. It was like if if somebody's gonna get on the track, you gotta give them the real, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. And then they gotta record it and give it back and all that, right? So so Nas was in the studio. We was you know what I mean talking. He was listening to different shit, and he heard that same song, the pizza song, mm-hmm. and was like he he was like, yo, I want to get on that, right? Wow. And, and then we was like, I right. and we gave this nigga the 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 real the real what? To, yeah. to get on it, but he never he never followed up and did. Ah, so yeah. so, so right. So let me say this. So so when M told me um, Jay wanted to get on it, right? So, <laughs> 
Nas and Jay, right? So I'm I'm thinking in my mind, but then like Nas was supposed to get on that. Should should we in my mind, I'm yeah, uh, yeah. should we give it to him? And then I'm like, I mean, if Jay gonna do it, let's see who gonna who gonna put the, you know, really do it. So Jay was the one. And then on uh, one more thing about Jay, not only did he do what he said he was gonna do, but when it came time for the paperwork and the business and all that, he gave it to us. Yeah, straight like that. They, that song, that wow. Wait, song, so he took nothing? He didn't care? He just said it's he, for you? He gave it to us. Like, he was getting $100,000 a fucking verse. And I'm sure. He gave it to us. I'm sure it, cost, I'm sure it cost him money to give us that song. I'm sure that, that he had to have some lawyer draw that up, and we and we didn't have anything to do with it. So I'm sure it, wow. he probably paid. The guy, yeah. that, that song is one of the reasons why I love Jay-Z so much because it proves that, and I didn't know he gave it to you. I'm just saying as a, as a fan of hip hop, no matter how big the man gets, he still wants to rap on a track that he feels connected to. You know what yeah. I mean? And, but I didn't know he gave it to you, which makes even more sense. Um, yeah. but because the, the track is grimy. He like, put us in a position by giving it to us to to negotiate that as its own thing when we got dropped on Columbia and then like three months later they said we made a mistake. They had to re-sign <laughs> us and they had to repay us a full new budget. Right. And I just transferred over from live. Yeah. So it was, and, it was beautiful. And then they hated on it because they didn't support the record and they seen Jay on it and they it, knew what was happening. And they, they, they really... They buried the record, man. Here's the you thing about Jay, though. As much as I respect him and love him and him doing that song uh, for the love, which now I, now I know even more, but he always is smart about the songs he jumps on because that song, you're talking about <laughs> scamming the yeah. system on that song. So it can't ever really blow up. Yeah. So it keeps it, it keeps him underground. It keeps him in the street level album cut because of course if jay-z's on something you're going to want to make it a single you're teaching people how to do credit card scams and how to <laughs> fucking rob the pizza man uh, you know what i mean like you know you can't do those scam those scams you can't do anymore you mean swipes you mean you mean swipes like no, what they do you mean about, <laughs> right about i'm kidding a, i'm kidding Oh, no, it's, no, you can do, still do credit card scams, but not the way you said it, because you were saying um, Uber Eats put, ain't getting hit up. Put your picture, put your picture on your boy's right. license. Right. That you know. that was like way before when tech yeah. was like you could do that type. You of could do all of it system. and returning the shit. You can't return shit for cash no more. Nah, no more. From the store, you get store credit. <laughs> exactly. Yo, oh, that is awesome. you know. Yeah, knows. Yeah. By the way, that's crazy. Word. I really didn't know that part of it either. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And it's like you make a good point about that. It's both a blessing that he was on it, but it's also bound to not go as far as it. He's not going to give it his full energy because it wouldn't make sense for him to try to make it the biggest thing in the world. That goes against the point of what it was, which was That's to do right. something underground. No, no, no. I feel what you're saying, but no, it wasn't even his record to do that with. You know, right. he, he was humble enough to be like, this is y'all, you know. I'm just, I'm a fan of what y'all doing, po yeah. po the poetry of it. I, and left I, it in I, your it, hands to, to make it happen. Exactly. Yeah, we, it was no expectation. It wasn't like, 
we weren't trying to use him. He wasn't trying to, you of know. That, that's why I love. That's yeah. why I love it. And he, that's around the same yeah. time he did the Get By remix in that era too. Yeah. Like he had a few moments yeah. like that that were amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm proud of that, and I'm proud it showed up in his book, Decoded, too. He, yeah, he, it did. He, he gave it. Oh, he put work. the bars in Decoded. Yeah. Yes, he did. That's fire. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Yo, guys, yeah. Th- thank you. This has been a real honor to get and sit talk with you guys. It means a lot. Likewise. Hey, appreciate that. Y'all. Means that means ya basta. Ya, don't get it fucked up. People see that and get offended. That's ya basta. You know what I'm ya saying? That, that's. Yeah, so that's that. Enough is enough, and and and, and it's a you know international revolutionary symbol supporting the Zapatistas and that and 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 all the Mexican Revolution is, and and the rest. So when people see it, it does not mean fuck you, okay? Sometimes it, means, it does. It means fuck. It, does. Does. it means fuck you them. Around, you gotta turn around real quick, and yeah, that means fuck, fuck them. but not. <laughs> but really though, thank you yeah. for supporting that, bro. For real. For sure. Don't yeah. forget a beautiful run, February twenty eighth. A beautiful run Check us out, man. Let's go. Yo, let's let's do Rose, this again sometime. Please, Rosenberg, you you're amazing at what you do. Cipher, I saw you with Chappelle down there. I love what you're doing with your comedian work. Please Sorry, let me man. laugh at you sometime, man. Let me laugh yeah, with definitely. you. All right. Thanks, Dead Prez. Have a good week. Dead Prez, we love you. Uh, shouts to M1. Shouts to Stickman. Shouts to you guys for joining, supporting the Patreon, um, subscribing, liking, telling a friend. Please continue to do it. We are on it. We're on our grizzly grind. We're not going anywhere. So we appreciate you all. Boom.